Welcome to the Business Titans Vodcast, where we talk everything to do with growing and scaling your business. I'm your host, Oscar Chavez, and today I have Harry Sanders here, who is an incredibly decorated man. He he won the Agency of the Year in the 2019 Sam Rush Awards, also named Media Marketing and Advertising Business of the Year, as well as Young Business Leader of the Year at the Optus My Business Awards, and also crowned Global Millennial of the Year by the largest international media and marketing awards, M&M Global Awards. How are you going today, Harry? Yeah, good, thanks. It feels like that kind of intro. You know when Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones comes in, like Mother of Dragons? Yeah. I love it. It's great. Thank you so much for having me on and being, being uh, your guest, Oscar. No, nah, thank you for giving Dracarys into the airwaves. It's awesome. Man. Yeah, just, boom. Just burn it all up. So <laughs> tell me, you're a high performance guy. That's why you're on this show. Mm-hmm. What was your life like when you decided, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna push really hard into this, and I'm just gonna pursue a life of high achievement. What was going on in Harry's life? Jeez, when I, I, I mean, uh, going through the story, just, just quickly. I mean, I was 17 um, when I was couch surfing on the streets or all, all that kind of stuff. I really didn't have anything to my name, like no family connections, literally nothing. I can't understate that. Um, <laughs> it was that point. It wasn't so much a choice. I mean, there's so many great entrepreneurs that have made that choice. I was more, I knew if I didn't do something, I was quite literally going to spend the rest of my life on streets in you know whatever housing i could find just going from place to place so that was the point 17 i'm like i'm gonna give this 120 percent of the fiber of my being or i am just gonna go out that's there's no other option so that really pushed me into into doing it and still i think that gives me a lot of driving force yeah would you say you're as driven now as the young 17 year old or are you pursuing the next level the next level the next level uh, I'm, I'm, I'm always chasing that next high, you know, like uh, I remember when I, when I started out, I was like, if I just get a share house, if I can just live in a place, I'm going to be successful. And I, then I hit that and I was like, oh, I want to, I want to have my own place. And I got my own place. And then it started becoming business goals. Like then I was like, well, I want to be the best in Melbourne, right? I want to be the, what started off. I want to be the best in this really small region, you know, give myself a pat on the back there. Then I wanted to be the best in Australia. And uh, now I'm definitely on that mission. Okay. Well, I want to be the best in the world. And that's obviously a ridiculous goal, but you got to have them. Yeah, you got to have them. I get a lot of coaching as well. And it's, it's, it's very similar to the coaching that I get. It's kind of like every time I get coaching, it's like make your goals bigger and bigger, higher and mm. higher so that you can continue to, to, to attain that achievement. Yeah. How, how important are goals for you, Harry? Are you a, are you a, a, a goal setter where you actually sit down and you create your mm. vision boards or, or what are your goals like? Uh, I love goals. I love tasks and I love breaking down goals into series of tasks, but my goals are a little bit different. I don't think, uh, I don't think money when I think goals, I, I think setting your goals on revenue. I mean, uh, my finance team listening will kill me. I, absolutely important, right? We absolutely need to think about our revenue and budget it all in and do all that amazing stuff. But people don't get passionate or business owners rarely get passionate about money. You can say, Harry, you know, we're going to make an extra million dollars. Who cares? You know, what difference are we going to have on the world with an extra million dollars? I care about, okay, we're going to hire 30 new people in the UK. Well, that's awesome. We get to give 30 new people an opportunity to get into this career and to grow and to do new things. Or, Harry, we're going to start, you know, doing this learning center that we're working in. That's awesome. We're teaching more people. They're initiatives that I get excited for and goals that I work towards. 
Yeah, absolutely. Because that's the thing, Harry. It, it is once you attain a certain level of achievement, you've got to find those new things that will continue to set you on fire. Otherwise, you end up becoming stagnant and you end up going backwards. Totally. And, and, and what I hear from a lot of high performance people is that there's almost a fear of going backwards. You know, once oh, yeah. you get on that journey oh, yeah. of high performance, it's because it, it really becomes part of your identity. So I love, Harry, that you're saying that you want to give back. You obviously are a guy that has a big heart and you want the people around you to grow, not just you, right? Mm. Is that your leadership style? Oh, man, that's a key to any successful business. Nothing good was ever created alone. Um, if you can't find a way of getting people on board with your mission, then you have a crappy mission. Um, so you have to find out, okay, well, how can I motivate people? Is it going to be, sometimes it's money sometimes and more and more these days dealing with younger guys or people of all ages, we've got, you know, people of all ages working for us. Some people are triple my age. Um, it's, it's about growth. It's about what career opportunities, what's the next level of success for them and empowering them with that kind of information aside from, you know, enough finance to pay their rent and those kind of things. So yeah, it is super important to have people on board with your mission and share that with everyone. Yeah, it's, it's so important. And what, what, what advice would you give to some other young people that are up and coming? Because sometimes fear gets in the way, especially mm. for young people. We're always thinking, you know, the older people are more mature, more, I used to have this issue a lot. Yeah. When, when there was everyone around me was like 20 years older than where I was in my career. And I always mm. felt, I always felt uh, almost isolated, almost, I'm not, that's not me anymore, but I used to feel mm. like that. What advice would you give to people that are going through that process? Oh, everyone's making it up as they go, right? It's just true <laughs> for life, isn't it? Find something you're really good at, whether that's SEO, PBC, how you might even be the best oil painter in the world, but find that little piece of the world for you to own. And you will be humbled knowing that no matter what room you walk into, you're going to know a lot about that topic, right? Yeah. And it doesn't matter about age at that point. It doesn't matter about anything else. All that people respect is your experience and your wisdom on a topic. Yeah. Don't try and know everything, right? You're just not going to. You're not going to hold a shadow to someone that's been a CEO for 40 odd years like our mentor. I'm not going to know all the stuff that he does but I know SEO and that side of business really well. So I can come into any board meeting, any meeting about SEO and feel confident. So that's the first key. There's, you know, the other thing that you touched upon is the goals, set achievable goals. Everyone talks about that, but a lot of young guys, you know, we're ambitious. We want to set big goals. See, I couldn't, I couldn't have, when I was on the streets, set a goal of being the best SEO company in the world. It's just way too ambitious at that point. First, I yeah. needed to find something realistic to work towards. Yeah, and absolutely. so that's, that's really it. And then from there, just start. Find that little goal, start working towards it, be patient, and you will be successful. Yeah, absolutely. And now, Harry, you touched on SEO, and that's, that's where you've built your expertise, mm. your, your hunger, your drive. I speak to a lot of business owners that really struggle when it comes to marketing because they're getting different advice from different places. Yeah. They don't know whether to do direct response or SEO or, yeah, or to invest in website brand. Like there's just so much confusion so out much. there in the industry. And I feel that this industry needs a lot of help. So, yeah. so help us understand how do you demystify SEO? How do we make it very simple for people to understand? Yeah. So like you said, digital marketing is this new thing. Businesses are seeing it's really, really important, especially right now going through, you know, what everything's going through, but 
people don't know what to do and they, they trust people that also might not know what they're doing. Again, everyone to a degree is making it up in all these different fields. And so they're really lost. So uh, one of the things we've done, we, we've had this issue for years now. We've, we've always gone, the best people that we work with know what we're doing and appreciate what we're doing. And we always get frustrated and like, man, why can't these people just learn? And then we kind of realize, well, we're not doing anything about it, right? It's great for me to sit here and say, man, I wish I had my clients knew SEO and I wish they knew this and I wish I knew that. But we're not actually making the problem go away. So we, we came up with this learning center, right? Which is what we've been working on for the past year now. Um, demystifying SEO concepts through like practical examples that we would do as an agency and then giving that to people for as little cost as possible. Like there's a ton of free, there's a ton of stuff we're giving out for $40 and then the highest option is a whopping $300, which is like, we're just like, how can we make this super affordable? And it's not meant to be a get rich quick scheme. It's meant to demystify SEO for business owners, people wanting to start a company or for existing marketing officers. So yeah. I think education is going to be the key. And so we're doing a lot of work, you know, with Swinburne and universities as well to put that as part of learning because whether we like it or not, not just SEO, but PPC and all these other forms of digital marketing are becoming ridiculous concepts that, you know, when I hang out in YPO or entrepreneurs organization, guys with companies valued at 30 mil plus, one of the first things they do is pull up like a SEMrush audit of a company to see how much organic traffic they have. Yeah. So it's become massive, way bigger yeah. than anyone could have thought. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so important to, to, to be able to tap into that organic traffic and, and, and what I'm seeing out in the industry is people just really struggling and, and spending just oodles of cash right, yeah. on non-effective SEO. And that's why I think a, a service offering like yours is so important. And I really love what you're saying about the education piece, because mm. in a way, marketing is almost a mindset. You've got to have a mindset for marketing. Right. What, yeah, what, what is the mindset, Harry? Can you help? explain that to the people. Yeah. So the mindset behind marketing and pretty much a lot of things in business is growth, a continual stable growth, right? Okay. I don't want to grow 200% in a month. It's ridiculous. And if you're in that mindset, you've got to figure out how to make that maintainable. Cause I'm telling you, if you're growing 200% each month, you're going to crumble. Yeah. So it's figuring out what can I do now? that in six months, in 12 months is going to make a difference to my business. And how can I recreate that and do that continuously? And that's what SEO is. That's what paid media is. That's what most forms of marketing are. Don't get obsessed with those quick wins, those get rich quick things you hear online, because I know a lot of these people. I, you know, we've got an office in London. I travel all around the world speaking. I speak to them behind the scenes. No one that I've ever heard talk about some get rich quick scheme that they have actually follows it right? It's just not a thing. What, what happens in businesses is we grow continuously over time by doing the right thing. And that's marketing 101. It's the same exact principle. Yeah, absolutely. And it is, it is a long game. So I see a lot of people playing the short game with marketing and, and looking for that quick win, like you said, but it really is about sustainable growth. Otherwise then it, what's the point, right? What's the point exactly of putting right. You know, if you grow by 200% and you put all this pressure and chaos on your shoulders and you don't have the right delivery team or the right support mechanisms mm. in place in order to sustain it, then truly, what is the point? Crumble um, apart. Yeah, absolutely. And so if you're, you know, what, what advice would you have for the people that, that have a business that are thinking about SEO? When's the right time for SEO? Is it a timing thing? Yeah, good question. So I always say, and people hate me. I think some SEO people really dislike this. SEO is not for everyone, right? <laughs> everyone hears this term SEO. I've got to do SEO. I've just got to do it. 
Now, it really isn't. If you're just started your business, right, and you've just started, just launched, there is no point hiring an SEO person right now. None. You can learn everything that you could possibly need to know yourself at the beginning, right? It's not until you start making some sales, getting some traffic from SEO that you can start to lean on an agency to get their expertise, right? Because they are going to come through and say, okay, well, you've done all this. You've got some great content coming out. You've got some good pages and structured everything nicely. Now we can start building some links or doing these things to optimize it further. And that's when real growth happens. Uh, but seriously, you're going to be paying a fortune for an agency to be doing very basic stuff that you could teach yourself to do in the first six to 12 months. Other cases where SEO might not be the, the right cases, even existing businesses, if you don't have that organic traffic yet, it's worth doing some of the basics yourself to grow it. Because even the best SEO agency, they're not going to make a difference in a month. They're not going to make a difference in three months compared to what you could do continuously over time in that period. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel that this industry has a lot of, uh, how do I say, it? there's a lot of false promises, sadly, a lot oh, of yeah, false promises in this, in this industry. I mean, I've been, I've been in sales for at least 14 years for the last five years, been in marketing as well. We used to outsource our marketing a lot to, you know, like large agencies as well. But again, you know, promising that silver bullet, but then failing to deliver. Correct. So that, that's why I'm really passionate about me meeting people like yourself who are able to give real advice and say, you know what? SEO isn't for everybody. You've got to mm. be at a certain level of growth. You know what? Direct response might not be for everybody. Yeah, You've got absolutely. to be at a certain, and, and we have to bring back the conversation as leaders of industry and kind of go, you know what? We've got to be a little bit more careful with our investments because I see some people just draining cash into marketing mm. and then they're kind of standing at the edge of the cliff and going, well, I don't really know <laughs> what, do I do? Yeah, yeah. what do I do from here. And again, oh, it's all about that sustainable growth. Can yeah, you tell exactly. us about can you tell us, Harry, about some of some of the success stories that you've seen? Like, what, what what are one of the examples that gets you really excited about the work that you've been doing? Yeah, well, I, I love. I got two forms of success stories, right? You've got your big enterprise companies like your Officeworks or your Meccas or your New Balances that we work with, and they're exciting um, because it's really exciting to see the transformation within a company. Like, for instance, without naming companies, it's really cool how digital is starting to evolve, right? So you've got someone um, in one of these companies and they've, they've traditionally tried to do a bit of everything, generalist approach and do everything just themselves. What they've started to do is become more of the conductor, right? More waving the, the orchestra together. And so they will know a bit about marketing. They'll know the basics of SEO, but then they'll get SEO people in, they'll get PPC people in and they conduct the, the audience. And that's exciting to me because that, that's, that's, it honestly shows me a lot of progress in digital. If you think of, let's say you're building a new commercial, you know, residential place, I don't know, whatever. Um, you're not going to get and just enlist one company to do all the plumbing, all the building, all the electrical, everything. You go to specialists, right? You're going to call up the electrician. You're going to call up the plumbers, get them to do independent assessments and all those kind of things to make sure everything's up to code. It's the same in, in um, the SEO world now. People specialize. It's no longer Harry does everything. It's now Harry just does SEO. So that's been exciting. And we've seen, um, I, have to be always, I always have to be super careful about this because we've got into the stage as a company where I mention figures and I get told off. Yeah, um, but of we've seen um, for like large stationary companies, for example, we've seen increases of like 20% year on year in um, their organic growth. And uh, without giving figures, you can imagine that that's, many millions of dollars yeah 
But for what really excites me is also small companies. I mean, you've got small companies that have been doing SEO. They literally become amazing because you, you get in there and they do what you say. They action the things you go through, you educate them on what's going on. And all of a sudden they've got a blog that was doing maybe 10 grand a month. It's now doing, you know, 1.6, 1.7 million in just growth from organic over maybe 18 months. And that's exciting because you get people calling you up like in literal tears saying that you've made a difference to their business. As much as I love those big guys, they're not going to call me in tears because we've made them an <laughs> yeah. extra 40 mil. Um, so it's cool to have those stories as well. And that's why I'm always so adamant. Yes, we're not making as much money from small businesses. I don't really care because I like doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And you're making a, a big impact on the community. Absolutely. I can tell, especially because you're a, of a different generation to most people that run businesses. I find that people of, of our generation are a little bit and, and you know, and people in their 20s, they're a bit more heart centered. You know, they, hmm. they really do care about people a lot. I'm not saying that old people don't care about people. Yeah, saying, yeah. Again, I, I get the same sort of, you know, same sort of problems. <laughs> yeah, but, um, oh, absolutely. So we're going to be careful what we say. But at, at the end of the day, it is about making a material impact on, on other people. Are you involved in anything else from a, from a give back perspective? Are you, are you one of those guys that really, you know, looks to do good Absolutely. in the world? So I'm involved in, look, my, my big passion is youth homelessness and kind of homelessness is a broader topic just because I think there's more we can do about it in different ways than I think what we're currently doing. Um, so I'm involved in a lot of things like Culture Hive, Lighthouse Foundation, those kind of things things that give back and empower that kind of generation, not just in money and housing, which are obviously super important, but also in upskilling people, um, you know, teaching people new things that they could do to get jobs. Like it's no secret SEO is hiring like crazy. There are still jobs being posted every day, even in the midst of all this, when people are losing their jobs in pretty much every other sector of marketing. Yeah. But we don't have, we're not fulfilling that. There's no fulfillment of these jobs. And every agency owner I speak to thinks, oh, there's not enough good SEO people. And most business owners think the same thing. Yeah. So what the hell are we doing with this entire generation or entire subset of people that are looking to get skilled up, looking for meaningful employment, hungry than any person you're ever going to meet? Surely we could put that to use. And so we have. And so I've successfully helped a lot of UP, um, young people get jobs and get out of that sector. And so really passionate about that. And I think there's just so much we can do outside of just money and housing. Yeah. I, I love that. I'm excited by that because you know, the world needs good leaders. I'm a big advocate of that. The world needs awesome leaders that are going to show people how to grow. For me, I believe that leadership is really helping people achieve their full potential. Mm. It's not achieving, you know, the potential that, that you see, like you might have a vision of what potential you see for them, but it's really about, helping them unlock their full potential. So I, I hope that, you know, people see this interview and they come and, and want to work for you with a good leader because that that's what it's all about. The world needs good leaders. Mm. It just, you know, I, I believe that most people want to do good and most people want to give back. It's just giving people the tools to do so because it is so hard sometimes to know what direction and to know what action you're doing. Is it a good thing or a bad thing or where do I spend my time it all sounds so hard and oftentimes you just need a, a track. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me, Harry, what's the, what's the future of digital? What are you seeing in the horizon? Um, I'm seeing a lot of that specialization that I spoke about. I think uh, a lot of people are going into the fields that they specialize, whether that's paid, whether that's direct, whether that's SEO. 
And, and that's interesting to see and exciting to see how companies can conduct that and how individuals need to get involved into that and becoming a cog because, you know, uh, whether SEO people like to admit it or not, we need to fit in with the broader piece of marketing, right? Mm. We need to fit in with their paid media. We need to fit in with their website. We need to fit in with all these different things. But at the same time, you know, I barely know uh, there's, there's parts of SEO like content creation uh, and trend analysis that I have other members of my team do because I'm not as well across them. You know, even just SEO, I can't know everything. I've been doing it for eight years, pretty much all my life. Um, so I can't imagine trying to also learn paid media on top of that and then web development and then, you know, all the other avenues, just so much now, so much, so much for one person or one company to handle. Um, so it is exciting to see that transformation. It's definitely happened in the UK a lot already, but it's starting to hit Australia now. Um, and I also think the future of digital is going to be very much, how can we help users, right? It, it always should have been that way. Unfortunately, it wasn't, yeah. but it is a lot like, okay, what are we going to do to help users? What are we going to be doing? What are we going to, is there content we can produce? Is there products that people are looking for? And it's that data driven way of, of leading forward. Yeah, absolutely. And it is, it is 100% about the data. I'm, I'm passionate about data as a, as a digital person myself. Um, but then marketing spreads so far outside of the realm of data sometimes. Yeah. Um, I was having lunch with the chief marketing officer, the old chief marketing officer of Macy's. And she was telling me that part of her marketing budget went towards redeveloping the change rooms within the Macy's department stores yep. because she went into them and she, she went into the, uh, the change rooms and she was like, these things are like crap. Like nobody's going to come into here. Why don't you get them fixed? And then they said, well, we don't have the budget for it. So she said, as the marketer, she's going to then pay for that. And I thought, you know what? Marketing is so... That's really good. It, it is, right? Like it's not just about the... Like it is about the data, right? It's got to prove tangible ROI. But I feel like the role of marketers within organizations is just, is just constantly getting to that next level, thinking strategically, what are our customers saying about us? What's the, what's the pulse survey saying? What's our marketing doing? What does the data say? What trends do we have? And really mm. helping companies develop a, a robust marketing ecosystem that is helping the customers truly get value out of, the, out, out of what that company does. Correct. A hundred percent. Couldn't have said it better. It's about, it's not just getting the customers in. It's also about the experience that goes on after what do people expect when they buy from you, all that kind of stuff has become good marketing. Like if I went to a brand, bought something and got some, no email confirmation of my order order took two weeks. I mean, you can have the best marketing in the world, but I'm sure as crap, not going to recommend you to anyone. And that's a whole marketing channel in itself referrals. Yeah, absolutely. And so this uh, education hub that you're starting at the moment or that you've been working on, mm. who, who, you know, out of the people that, are, that will be watching this, who do you recommend partake in this? Uh, the three main branches of people that this has been developed for, it's to give people a basic to intermediate understanding of SEO that they can then go and apply to whatever they want, whether that's career change, new job, starting a business. Uh, and we've got people, uh, like I just interviewed early today, Remy, who's the head of SEO at Officeworks, about her career into SEO. And she mentioned that, you know, SEO is one of the things that she had that she just wished she had earlier. She opened so many doors for her. Um, and so it's for people that are looking for that. Um, anyone looking, like I said, that new job, new career, or just a business, it's 
all practical structured stuff. So it's all structured in a roadmap and it's all tailored to every different person. There's sections on blogs, there's sections on e-commerce, but hey, you might be a service-based business. You don't want to read about e-commerce. Great. The whole course restructures around what it is that your SEO needs are going to be compared to someone else. And jam-packed with quizzes, those interviews, and then we've actually done live work of ranking sites because there's no information out there of people actually ranking sites. And I think that's just because yeah. people think it's voodoo science and they don't want to give away their secrets. But really, so we put together that practical understanding so that people could watch that and say, oh my God, these guys aren't just giving me the theory. They're showing me how it works in practice and I can see that in the results. So I think that's the missing link. Once people see how that works... I think it's just super easy, but the real test for me was, could I show this to someone like, uh, someone like my mum, who's got no technical experience and, you know, no computers didn't, didn't really have that, uh, luxury, unfortunately. And can she understand it? So we'll, we'll see, but we're, we should be launching around July and, and so far so good. That's great. I'd love to hear more about it and help you promote that and get that out to as many people as possible, because it's one of the things in this industry that people do struggle with. When mm. do I do different things? Is SEO right for me? Um, and, and I think we need to do a better job of getting the word out there that you shouldn't just you know, dump cash into marketing. It should be strategic. It should be well Absolutely. thought out. It should be planned. And it has to align with the business maturity because I feel like where you invest in marketing depends solely on the level of maturity and where you're trying to get to. Um, I'd love to, I'd love to know. So help, help me understand, you, you know, you mentioned the, the brief run in with, with troubled youth and you know, couch yep. surfing and things like that. So you've got that Harry there and then you've got the, the Harry of being, being crowned the millennial of the year at the largest international media and marketing awards. What did that feel like? Help me understand. Honestly, it doesn't feel real. Um, that's always what comes up. It feels like a bit of a fairy tale. Uh, and I think you'll talk to anyone that's come through difficulties or adversities in their life and they'll always think and they'll always think back to that and what that was like and always that feeling of running away from that and progressing further. So I have, you know, um, just last this week, I think it was, you know, I don't want to screw this up. We were, we were um, named the B&T uh, Entrepreneur of the Year. So that's the publication uh, in their 30 under 30 awards. And uh, finally I celebrated a little bit. I, I didn't, but my general manager, my office manager bought some champagne and he said he wanted to, to meet outside about something. I just think, well, how the hell does he want to meet outside? What is going on? Like, I hope he doesn't want to fight me because I'm no good in a fight. <laughs> um, and so we, we meet outside and here and the general manager's got sprayed me down in champagne. So they're, they're the, the celebrations that we need to look forward to. And it's good to reflect on them. I mean, I, I couldn't tell you what it feels like. I, I don't think I've changed. I think there's a few, definitely a few parts in my life where I've had to rein myself in. And I think that's important because it has been, you know, five years, six years since that happened, which is both not very long and a very long time for me. Um, so there's small things that I have to remind myself. Like I, I flew um, nothing against uh, Jetstar, um, but I flew Jetstar, you know, back when all these restrictions were hap or weren't happening. And I was like, oh, man, I have to fly a Jetstar. I can't go Qantas, blah, blah, blah. And I had to catch myself. Are you kidding? You were couch surfing on random places on Gumtree. And then you're complaining about getting in a Jetstar flight. And so those kind of things you have to catch yourself. And every year I try and do what I call Homeless Week, which, you know, working title guys can give me some suggestions. I don't really talk about this too much. But I try and live below poverty line for a week. So I try and stay in the office or something like that. 
Uh, so I've set up a bed there and I just try and live at absolute bare minimum to remind me what it was like before I had, you know, money and, and assets to do these kind of things, which is a great reminder for when you next get on that jet star flight and start whinging to yourself like a, like a little brat. So yeah, I yeah. love it. I love it. And that's a, that's a, a friendly reminder to anyone watching that high performance living truly, you've got to settle the ego down a bit because hundred percent. If we, if we let our ego take control and we start to puff our chests up and we start to feel better than what we are and we start to put other people down and start to look down on other people, that is not a sustainable strategy. It, yeah. it is not at all. And, and that's why I love having these interviews with people like you, Harry, because you, you help equalize and you help remind us that it really is about just being a good person and, and being passionate about helping other people. But one of the things that I found as well that you, that you make very clear to me is that you've got to celebrate the small wins. You mm. really have to, like in your case, you know, big wins, but you really have to do take the time to remember them, focus on them and, totally. and feel good. I found that to be successful, you have to feel successful because you're not going to become successful out of being frustrated every day, being grumpy when you get up out of bed. Yeah. You, have to, you have to truly like seize the day, right? Yeah, absolutely. You got to do what you love. And that's what I always say. It comes down to that passion as well. Like uh, again, people are so focused on where can I make money? And I'm, I, I was guilty of when I was 16. I heard all these professions where you make all this money and stuff. I'm like, man, why did I start doing SEO? Um, but <laughs> but it, it is one of those things if you follow your passion, you won't ever yearn for, for money and those kind of things because it will come, right? And you'll feel good about your job and you'll feel secure and all these things and you'll feel successful because you're making a difference. When you start going after the money, you realize quickly that money is quite a boring concept and that sounds horrible, especially to me that came from no money. But once you hit a certain point, and this is proven by so many studies, Above, I think it's like 80 grand. The more money you have really makes a tiny, tiny, Fraction. tiny difference, right? And it's true because you just, what am I going to do with it? Um, and so finding meaning behind what you're doing is going to give you much, much more happy, uh, happiness than any amount of money will. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. And it's about, it's about you know, it's about creating meaning as well. Like a lot of people are trying to search for meaning or try, you know, as if meaning is going to pop up behind some door one day yeah. and they're like, Oh my God, there's meaning. I've been looking for it all my whole life. But in that pursuit, we, we, we miss the meaning that is stitched into every single day. And it's so important to just create that meaning. Yeah. hundred um, percent. That, that's, that's why for me, I've chosen to live a high performance life because it's like, well, the more you do, the more you can give back, the more people you can help. And I, I feel I don't know if you, you resonate with this, Harry, but for me, it's almost like a duty. And I've heard a, mm. a number of people refer to it as a duty. It, for you, is it a duty or is it a passion? Is it a mixture of both? I think it's a mixture of both. I always just come back to whenever I'm not sure, I always just think, is this action going to leave the world a better place than when I came into it? It's that one thing. If I can do that, shit, let's just keep going, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, so I'm always just thinking, am I doing the right thing? Am I making the world a better place by doing this? Uh, and that just drives everything I do. So as long as I follow that rule, so, and that's, that's, you know, a lot of adversities and there's difficulties from that rule. Like I could have chosen to do lock-in contracts and made a ton of money just locking business owners into contracts with what I do. We don't do it because I don't think it makes the world a better place. I could have priced the learning center at 4,000, 5,000, much more. And I easily would have sold it. 
but that's not really making the world a better place. If I can just cover my costs with it, then that's also going to help a lot more. So it's finding out these ways that you can help make a difference, you know, um, and make things better for everyone. Because if everyone's thinking that way, geez, we're all going to be happy. It's the, it's the people that ruin it by, and oftentimes these aren't the most successful people. It's the unsuccessful people, unfortunately, yeah. that are so worried about what's in it for me. What do I get? How am I going to make this worth my time? How am I going to get rich? And that's just the wrong train of thought. Yeah. And it will never come that way, right? We have to start at Absolutely. very, yeah, we have to start at the basics and, and really equalize that and have a, have a external focus and help other people. Right. Absolutely. So thank you, thank you for reminding us about that. Yeah. I know you're a busy man. I'm going to stop recording. Is there anything else that I, I didn't ask you that I should have asked you? No, I, I think that was awesome. You know, covered off all the different things. I, I mean, the, the core message here is find those passionate things, find what you enjoy doing and pursue those goals. And, you know, there's going to be things that you're going to need to learn along the way. SEO is likely over the next two, three years going to be something that everyone's going to have knowledge of or need knowledge of. Uh, Microsoft named it the most important hard skill for marketers in 2020. So go through, whether it's Michael's or whatever the hell you do, go through and inquire. Or if you are one of those people that are, you know, at risk homeless or homeless at the moment, reach out to me. You know, I'll be more than happy to hook you up with some training and some codes. That's amazing, man. You're an inspiration. I love that. Let me uh, press stop here. Just give me one sec and we'll just talk offline for a moment. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Thank you guys. Thanks. We'll see you on the next episode of Business Titans.